Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. Thanks for listening. Happy weekend. Happy Friday. SMU's now been on the practice field for two days of spring practice, and we have gotten our first glimpse now of this new look SMU team. And so I'm here to share some initial impressions with you guys of how the Mustangs look. Uh, Just two days in, we were able to observe 20 minutes-ish each day. Uh, Saturday will be the first open practice, um, but did want to get you guys out some initial impressions before the weekend hit. And let me tell you, I think you look at this SMU team, and the big thing that stands out to me from the jump is just from a size perspective, on the defensive line, how different they look. And if you watch our practice video, which we posted on our On the Pony Express YouTube channel, please subscribe to that channel if you haven't already for more. You could see on the defensive line, Jordan Miller, the Miami transfer, Elijah Roberts, the other Miami transfer. Those two guys alone really stood out in terms of the size and what they bring to the table for SMU. Um, Jordan Miller is a true zero he is a big nose tackle and, you know, just seeing him get comfortable, seeing him, uh, you know, move around. He runs fairly well for how big he is. Um, they've done a lot of movement drills. The team's just in kind of shells and um, shorts and helmets, really. So no hitting uh, for the most part yet. They're doing a lot of fundamental work. Uh, but Jordan Miller really stuck out to me with his size in the middle. And just as an early takeaway, that has allowed Elijah Chapman to move out and play a little bit more, you know, three eye, even out at defensive end. Uh, sometimes with some of the alignments they've been using in practice, it's very early. Position groupings are very much fluid right now. But between Jordan Miller and Elijah Roberts, they're allowed a lot of versatility now on the defensive line. Elijah Roberts isn't by any means as big as Jordan Miller, but he does has have some size to him. He's bigger than Devere Levelston. Uh, who's still very much in the mix and and starting. Um, but this is now a defensive line that has options um, across the board to move guys around, to create different mismatches and matchups. And that's what really stands out to me when I watch them uh, go through practice so far. I think it's a group that, you know, is going to probably dictate how this defense goes because, you know, when you look at what, you know, those transfers have added. And even Braden Flowers has some good size to him, the true freshman early enrollee. Uh, It's just a different mindset and look of what you can do defensively when you have guys that take up that much space up front. Um, Ahmad Walker, the Liberty transfer at linebacker, has looked the part, again, just running around doing drills. Alex Kilgore, the true freshman early enrollee, looks the part. He's got some size to him. He's going to continue to bulk up over the course of the offseason. And then the secondary is something that is uh, not unlike anything I've ever seen at SMU because, you know, they've, they had multiple pros in the early, you know, 2010s and, um, you know, late, late 2000s um, with, you know, guys like Kenneth Thacker and Sterling Moore and Chris Banjo, who, you know, shout out retirement to Chris Banjo and now going into coaching with the Broncos. 
Um, but this is this is a secondary that you know we were out there on Friday watching and first play of team Charles Woods intercepts Preston Stone. That's what SMU's wanted uh, in a corner, somebody that can make game changing plays like that. Charles Woods has that ability. Then you look on the other side, it's Chris Meganson. And then there's still Jahari Rogers and A.J. Davis. And we talk a lot about them, especially A.J. Davis, on the uh, preview podcast for the corner room. A.J. Davis is very much in the mix for a starting role, and he looks noticeably bigger. And then Jalen Davis-Robinson, the LSU transfer, also playing at corner. So I, I think this secondary is completely overhauled. Uh, the safety group, I could see why they did want to add another safety in the transfer portal if they could. And who knows, there's still another May uh, transfer portal window. Maybe they find one to address uh, that position a little bit more. But Jonathan McGill uh, has been a standout, at least to me, moving around. You have Brian Massey, Massey coming back. You have Brandon Crosley that are very much going to fight for their roles, um, as well as Ahmad Moses. And then C.J. Sanders has also been working kind of in that nickel spot. Um, kind of where we we projected him to work. So not too many surprises so far from spring ball. I will say we mentioned Chris Adamora potentially moving up to linebacker. He did just that. He's wor been working out at that will linebacker spot for SMU so far in drills. Jaquandis Burns is very much contending for his starting job um, and, and has been the starter during practice so far. Um, it's been... It's early, so it's tough to take away much from the defense outside of the way they move around. So there is that aspect of it. Um, but offensively for SMU, you look at Preston Stone, how is he going to look after the collarbone injury? He looks great. I mean, he really could throw, throw the ball just fine. Everything's coming out very crisp. Um, you can tell um, he put in a lot of work to be ready for this time, to get this time and not really have any limitations to what he can do. Um, obviously he's got, uh, Kevin Henry Jennings and Alex Padilla, the Iowa transfer, uh, working with him at quarterback, as well as, um, some other walk-ons that are in the mix there. They've been, uh, getting a lot of reps in. I think that's kind of one of the big differences, uh, from last spring to this is depth and what they're able to do in practice. I mean, we got a chance to see them basically work kind of like split practices with the offense. It's a lot of the newcomers. Uh, we're down on one end of the field uh, working out and and running through plays. And then on the other end, you had a lot of the returning guys, some guys who um, aren't necessarily new, but they kind of split it uh, overall. And uh, they just, you know, got got reps in and they got them in just a tempo based, you know, running at plays on air and that stuff, you know, with the amount of newcomers SMU has is pretty important for them to get those guys reps early. So they're acclimated. So when they do get into pads, uh, which is coming here shortly, they can make that move um, and, and and you know, have it be not necessarily seamless because they still have to learn a, a lot of the playbook, at least a lot of them do. But uh, you can be in a pretty strong position to to not necessarily uh, miss opportunities to get reps in the actual offense because, you know, you've, you've picked it up. You've seen it a little bit and you're able to uh, quickly work through it as a newcomer. Quickly, before we continue on with some early impressions, uh, just wanted to say we've got $10 that gets you four months of On the Pony Express. That's our spring practice deal. It ends early next week. Jump on board the site. We've got a loaded notebook up from both days of practice. Um, by the time uh, you're, you're through listening to this podcast, should have the uh, 
notebook up this afternoon, but um, from from Friday's practice. But day one, some early takeaways on injuries and also a notable absence. So subscribe to OnThePonyExpress.com. $10 gets you four months of access. So basically through spring and well into the summer. So don't miss out. Jump on that today. Moving on, uh, I think a position group that we're very excited about was the running back uh, room. And, you know, Jalen Knighton, to me, has been a standout early. Again, you can't take too much away because they're not hitting. It's not too much contact. But what he's able to do, catching passes out of the backfield, um, his speed, his quickness, I think, again, is something SMU hasn't had uh, since Ulysses Bentley was around. So to add him into the mix, along with LJ Johnson, I think those are your early candidates you know, to start next year. LJ Johnson has plenty of size, but he also moves around well. Um, we posted some highlights from practice on Friday with them doing some drills uh, at the far end of the field in the corner. Um, and they, they kind of showed some of that as they were working through uh, staying low and, and keep, keeping those feet moving. So um, I'm very impressed with those two guys. Uh, I think you look at the wide receivers and Jordan Curley, Jake Bailey, uh, those guys really um, are, are expected to have huge roles. And, and I think for Jor- Jordan Curley, he's going to have the, the the type of season that everyone's expecting him to have. And, you know, for for Curley, this is obviously a huge year for him. Um, this is one of those you know, players who has been nicked up here and there. And now um, this is his time to shine. You know, Rasheed Rice um, is, is gone and, and he's probably your biggest playmaker. And so he's taking a leadership role. I really like what I've seen from Jordan Curley. I'll tell you, Keyshawn Smith, the Miami wideout uh, transfer is very impressive, moves very well. Um, and he's even a little bit bigger than I thought. Uh, I know he's listed at 6'1", 180 or 185, but he's a little thicker than I than I thought he would. And then on the flip side of that, Romello Brinson, still a young wide receiver, uh, is going to need a, a little bit of time in the weight room with Sean Griswold and strengthen his legs. They're um, fairly, fairly thin, um, so he's going to get – some time to work on those. And and that's certainly a part of his build. He's not somebody that is ever going to be looking like Rasheed Rice as far as build in the lower body. And he even went up uh, in practice today and almost completed a uh, ridiculous one-handed catch, kind of kind of like a contorted uh, catch as he was jumping above a defender, but um, couldn't come down with it. So he's got some freaky athleticism to his game. Um, and, and I think there's a, there's a chance he – ends up working into the rotation. Um, Jake Bailey's health is is going to be key. You know, I, I think for Jake, uh, that's that's the big question coming off of last year. Uh, he's got that speed. He showed a little bit of it on Thursday. And then Roger Daniels. You know, this is, this is a young man who I think has really settled in. I think, obviously, he left the program briefly. And he returned, and we talked a lot about that on the Wide Receiver Preview podcast. But he just looks confident out there. And he's continued to commit himself to being a workman. I mean, I believe it was one of his first first games at SMU. And he had that lead block um, on a long touchdown that sealed it. Um, and I forgot who it was that ran it in, but Jordan Curley or um, Roger Daniels was the lead blocker on it. And that type of mentality is something he's never really lost in practice. But I think it's shining through more and more with just what he does day to day. Um, and, and 
I think that helps set the tone for a younger guy like Jackson Lavender, who really doesn't even necessarily need that type of push. You know, Jackson practices really, really hard um, and showed good, good quickness. I mean, looking at Jackson, I mean, he looked the part out there. He didn't look lost by any means, and he certainly uh, fit in. He caught a few passes from Preston Stone as well. Um, and then you look at Lonnie Johnson. I think Lonnie is exactly kind of what we were talking about uh, when we previewed him. Uh, needs to add weight to his frame. And, and that'll come over the course of the summer. But, you know, I think finding his way in the tight end room is going to be something that he's still going to have to do. You know, Gage Haskin is back out there, which we reported on the site that he was expected to be. But, um, you know, RJ Maryland looks noticeably bigger, more mature physically uh, than he was last year. And, and that's just a few months removed from last season. So I think, again, the, the expectations continue to go up for RJ Maryland as he enters, you know, preparations for the 2023 season coming off of the year he had last year and, and Lonnie will find his footing as well. You know, on the offensive line, I I've been really impressed with Thalen Robinson and now Thalen Robinson missed all of last year. He's been working out in a red Jersey still. So he is, um, you know, limited, but, I, I tell you, he is a strong dude and he's huge. I mean, he's outside of Hyron White. He's probably the biggest offensive lineman SMU has, but he just has a punch. And if you go watch the practice video from Friday that we posted, uh, he has that in a big way. He is able to really be physical and he knocked, I forgot who was opposite, um, uh, who was opposite him on the drill, but he knocked uh, the bag holder back uh, considerably and into the wall in the indoor as we were in there this morning. Um, uh, so Thalen Robinson, if he can get healthy and stay healthy, I think he's a dark horse now that you're looking at as far as maybe a right guard or he is um, a right tackle. He's been working out there a little bit. Ben Sparks has been working out with right guard uh, as well. So some position versatility on that front. Uh, you know, SMU does need those interior transfers to show up you know, relatively soon. Branson Hickman still working out at center. Cam Irving at left guard. Uh, but, um, and there's some other notes on some guys that are not out there. But, you know, that interior depth that'll show up this summer with Ja'Kai Clark and Logan Parr will help in a big way because it is relatively thin right now. And then, of course, they'll bring in their three high school signees as well. I just feel like looking at this offensive line, I think the biggest difference is Hyron White. I mean, Scott Natty, when you, if you were at the national signing day event or watched it on our YouTube channel, he made the joke. If there's inclement weather, which there was in Dallas, uh, uh, you know, around the area on Thursday and hope everybody was okay with that. Uh, we're all going to huddle under Hyron and stay safe. Well, I can tell you, I mean, that joke, uh, could not have been more spot on though. I mean, he is a massive human, uh, who moves really well and is very, very physical, um, kind of the same as Thalen Robinson. I mean, packs a punch. You can tell, I mean, he's, Hyron's got to be 20, 24, 25 years old. I mean, he's, I think he was a 2018, uh, class of 2018, uh, maybe even 2017 prospect. So um, he's getting up there uh, in a way, but um, you can tell he's a grown man. And that is something that SMU needed in a big way uh, at that right tackle spot after Owen Condon left. Marcus Bryant looks the part. He looks very, very comfortable. You can tell he's, the, he's a veteran now. I mean, he is not necessarily I don't want to say it like this but he's not learning anymore he's very much in control of what he's doing he's anchoring that left side we haven't seen much team obviously because um 
you know, we've been limited to the 20 minutes the first couple of days, but we did see some today. And I, I think this offense has its bookend tackles. And I think that's something that, you know, Marcus was much better than I think people even give him credit for last year. But having those two together um, to bookend, I, I think that's huge. So um, the competition along the interior is going to be interesting along the offensive line. But I tell you, out on the edge, it's it's unbelievable um, what what they have, especially in terms of size and length between Marcus Bryant and Hyron White. So trying to think if there are any other impressions, I will say I'll, I'll kind of run down, um, you know, the, the, the freshman, you know, I mentioned Jackson Lavender. He's very comfortable. He's very fluid. He understands her out tree um, and he's quick. And, and I even, I saw Jackson play a couple times this year and, and seeing him out there now at SMU, it, it does, it's nice to confirm production uh, measurables and, and, and verified, you know, data with play speed. And I think he's showing that well early in spring practice. Lonnie Johnson needs to add weight. You can tell he's learning. You know, that tight end room actually has probably like six, seven guys running through drills together. Um, and there is, you know, competition behind RJ Maryland in a huge way, I would say, um, for whoever rises to the top before a transfer comes in, if they can get one. But you can tell he's he's learning. He's learning the college game. He's you know, through some drills here or there, you know, um, not hesitant, but trying to understand what's being, you know, asked of them in the drill and, and trying to do it the best he can. So, I mean, it's practice number two for him in college. I mean, he's going to take some time to learn a little bit, especially after having the layoff from his senior season. Alex Kilgore has been working with the twos at the linebacker spot. I would not be shocked if he is a starter. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's the first guy off the bench either. Um, Jaquandis Burns has plenty of size to add to that room um, and and bring to the defense on the field. You know, if you had Ahmad Walker and you had Alex Kilgore out there at the same time, you're in a position where it's kind of, you know, as it stands right now, kind of you're 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 missing some serious size. And Ahmad is built well for being five eleven. I mean, I'm not saying he's thin or anything, but if you have Alex Kilgore, who's Coming in at a 6'2", you know, 205, he's got to bulk up before I would – you feel really good. But they're both fast. They both move around. But Alex really, I think, in terms of play speed, he's somebody I was watching their drills today. He goes through things 100%. And if that means messing up, that's okay. But he moves around really well and fast. Um, and then Braden Flowers, the defensive end, he is somebody that it would not surprise me if he earned a little bit of playing time this season – um, as well. I, I think watching him run around, you can see the athleticism. He's still a ball of clay. He's very raw, but uh, somebody that I feel like has the athleticism to move around and move around well. Um, and, and I think he's at least now in the first two days of spring, because that's when you, you know, put your depth chart in Sharpie, right? Uh, he's at least made enough noise in the first two days watching them to say, okay, maybe he is a dark horse starter, or not, excuse me, not a starter, but dark horse two deep or third guy off the bench type of guy. Um, I'm intrigued by what he's going to bring to the table. So we will get to hear from Rhett Lashley for the first time on Saturday, as well as a couple players. So be on the lookout for that. Be sure to subscribe to On the Pony Express's YouTube channel to catch those interviews. 
You can get them right away if you, you do that. Um, and it takes just one click right below this video that you're watching. So please subscribe. Uh, about 50% of you who uh, watch our videos don't, believe it or not. So um, trying to hit 1,000 subscribers on the, on the, on the, on the Pony Express YouTube uh, channel. Uh, been at this almost a year now. I still, you know, fumble that from time to time. So um, we've got a lot of content on recruiting as well. SMU hosted multiple uh, big time prospects on campus the last two days. Um, Zylan White or Zylan Scott from Cedar Hill, uh, a linebacker prospect for SMU, was on campus for the first day of practice, taking it in. Uh, they had a couple others that I dropped some notes on on the board, and then uh, David Cabongo. One of the really you know high end guys I think on uh, SMU's board. You know he was getting all sorts of uh, attention from the coaching staff as you know the Byron Nelson safety came in uh, to check out SMU. He's got Texas. He's got Texas Tech. Um, he's unranked right now, but that'll change here quickly um, with with where he's at with his recruitment. He's a big priority for SMU. Uh, you know, Danny West, uh, Alex Brown, Rhett Lashley, a um, bunch of the coaches all taking time to talk with him today as well. So, um, look, the Mustangs will have even more visitors on campus for Saturday's practice. So be sure, again, to subscribe to OnThePonyExpress.com. $10 for four months. This deal you know, just lasts a few days. So jump on board at OnThePonyExpress.com. Hope everybody has a great weekend. The SMU basketball team couldn't ruin Kendrick Davis's return final game uh, in Moody Coliseum. They lost Thursday night. So um, a, a really rough last couple games for SMU falling at USF as well. Um, so they'll finish up on Sunday and uh, this season will be, um, you know, very close to being over. The AAC tournament is next week. So there's a lot, um, you know, of work to do in the off season as SMU takes on Cincinnati Sunday at 1 PM on the road for the AAC tournament next week. So, We'll have some final reaction early next week on the podcast to the regular season and kind of what's next as it'll be full, full on recruiting and transfer portal prep for the basketball program. So thanks for listening to this edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. Appreciate all you guys who have subscribed. And for those who don't, please do. We'll catch you next week. Have a good weekend and thanks for listening. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.